What up, gang? What up, gang? It's MJ here with the playbook. Come on, man. We in the fourth quarter. It's time to press them. It's time to press them. So I'm going to make two things clear. One, I wasn't mad the first episode. I just got excited. And two, I promise I'm not going to yell at y'all like that again. I promise. I promise. I promise. But we got to dig in. And we going to dig in for real, right? And, um... We're going to go over one specific thing that hurts a lot of entrepreneurs. I see it all the time in our community. And it's getting paid with your worth, right? Getting paid with your worth. So if you start your business, um, no matter what your business is, you could have a window cleaning business or you can have a, you know, a rental property or whatever. And you and you service a community of people without properly positioning yourself in the marketplace, um, you can get put out of business quickly by getting lowballed, right? Anybody ever go through that? You can raise your hand. You don't have to. You don't have to say I. You don't. You can just look out your car door to the right and nod your head at the person at the stoplight next to you. What's up, homie? <laughs> so we we're going to give you some mindset because it's all a mindset shift. You got to charge the right prices and you have to fire some clients. You know why? Because if you keep on undercharging yourself, right, you're going to go out of business. You're not going to have any profit margin for yourself. You're not going to have any money to pay your helpers and you can't even afford to pay your taxes. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to attract the wrong type of clients. You feel me? So there's a statement. And I might have one curse word in this episode, maybe two, but I don't mean it. Trust me. I love y'all. I love y'all. But bees don't spend time trying to convince flies that honey is better than shit. Right? Right? That's a bar. That's a bar. So you don't want you don't, you don't to get down into the mud too deep and try to convince people from your network and your circle that have small minds that your product or your process is worth more than they're willing to offer. You don't want to give designer stuff out, designer level Dior jackets out at Old Navy prices. There's a there's a customer for both types of businesses. Okay? So, number one, reevaluate your business. Reevaluate your business so you can reposition yourself in the marketplace. What does that mean? All right, so have a seat. Unplug yourself for a second. No distractions. Turn the television off. Put your phone on silent. Tell your kiddos to go play in the back room. And you're going to have a visionary session. You're going to close your eyes and you're going to think, who is my customer? Who is my customer? Is my customer the single mom that works at the hospital, right? Is my customer the married mom whose husband's a lawyer, she's a doctor, and she's just too busy to do whatever, and you fill in the gap, and that's what your business model is? Is my customer the person that travels all the time for business, and your your business model is to meet them at the airport and take them to the Airbnb or provide the Airbnb? Is my customer the person who runs and owns multiple event-based businesses, and all you do is come in at the end of every event, and clean it up. Is that your business model? 
Remember, everybody needs a service or a product. Everyone. If I'm in real estate, I need all types of things. I'm a real estate agent or I'm a real estate investor or broker. I need all kinds of help. And that's what people need to understand. I need photographers. I need videographers. I need somebody that does interior design to help me stage the house. I need somebody that can sit down and just, there's a business for everything. There's no reason that any human being should be running out of customers, clients, or money. Right? Sometimes you just got to think, gang. I'm sorry. Sometimes we have to think because I'm in that too. I'm in the fight with you. So I said something before on a TikTok video. Um, and follow me on TikTok at MJ Playbook. I don't got a lot of videos, but the ones I have up, they mean a lot. You know, it's not how much content you put out. It's how much value you put out. There's a bar. Y'all should be writing these bars down. You could drop an album with them. So I talked about having a cleaning company. I, I started out in the hospital. Well, I used to work at the hospital. I started out there about, I want to say 15 years ago as a housekeeper. And I was cleaning hospital beds and uh, taking out trash and cleaning bathrooms. And, uh, you know, I'm not ashamed of any of this. In fact, the average mind will... will you know, be ashamed of the things that the community will look down upon. I'm not a lawyer, so some people say I feel low value because I'm a housekeeper and not a doctor. But here, here's the point. I'm working a job. I'm, I'm working. I'm getting an honest salary, an honest wage. And I don't look at it like that. I look at it like I'm in here to do my best because I'm a beast. Work ethic on 10,000. Also to network with friends, new friends. And to learn the system of things. What's the process, right? So I started out as a housekeeper and I always tell people, if that's what you do for a living and that's what you can do for a business, some people say it's not that simple and you're absolutely right because there's way more to business than just cleaning things, right? You got something called front office. That's your, the way things look, you know, the presentation of your business, your branding, your color scheme, your name, trademarks. Blah, blah, blah. And then there's something called back office. And that's the way things are ran behind the scenes to make sure everything in the front office and the processes are smooth. Now, I can get I can dive deeper into all of the above, but I want to make it really, really simple so that a person like myself who was a housekeeper at the hospital can leave that hospital when I want to and go do this for myself. Now, this is how this how human beings think. People who have jobs, people who have jobs think like this. I can do this for myself and my friends and family around me are my clients. There's levels to this gang. There's levels to this right here. We got to understand there's levels. So if the people, if I'm a housekeeper, that's not a low level human being. That's just a low level job. It's not a low level person. So I can't ask other housekeepers, can they afford my prices for me to come clean their house. Sometimes you have to market your skills to higher level incomes, not higher level people. Let's, let's remove this from our minds that a person who makes more money is a higher level person. That's a different wavelength. 
money is all about contribution to society. So if you're a doctor, you contribute to saving lives, you get compensated at a heavier level. We just have to understand this. So here's how here's how a housekeeper like myself can become a more powerful contributor to society. One, let me think for a second. Okay. Airbnb. I mentioned this on a TikTok video. You you have an Airbnb or you do rental properties or you do real estate, right? And I, I'm a, you do parties and events and you have an event space. I have a cleaning company. One of the most important elements of every business I just mentioned is presentation. Cleanliness helps with presentation. Which just made me in that space of real estate way more valuable to the to the community. So now at the hospital, let's say I'm making $18 an hour mopping floors, scrubbing, waxing, you know, changing beds. But in my own circle, because when, when the Airbnb is rented out, then the, the uh, consumer leaves the Airbnb. It has to be properly cleaned, deep cleaned, yo. Uh, listen, deep cleaned. Right? My value there is very high. My value there is very high. At the hospital, they look at me like you just sweeping floors and changing trash. But for that Airbnb to be rented out again and to stay in compliance, my value is very high. I'm one of the most important players. Bingo. Now, that person who rents these Airbnbs is going to look at you like that if you're doing the proper amount of work. If, you're, if your work ethic is high, you're meeting the standard that you said you would meet. Everything's sparkly in this mug. It looks like a brand. It smells brand new. Your value's high. So that's what we have to understand. You have to you have to find communities that appreciate what you deliver and that that will pay you at that level. Okay. I'm not going to ask the person I work with, hey, do you need some house cleaning? Yeah, she does or he does. Right? I make If I'm making $18 an hour and I got some kids at home, everybody needs some house cleaning. That's not the question. The question is who can afford me and who can pay me enough so I can pay my team and pay my taxes and pay myself. Right? So you set that price. You set that price with the end goal in mind. How how many employees do I need? How much will that cost? Daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. People are like, this is too much. No, it's not. It's not too much. You sit down for an hour a day and work on it. Right? How much should I charge? Well, that's too much. It's not too much. Stop asking people that make $30,000 a year, are they willing to pay you $200 to clean their house? And start asking people that make $30,000 a month. Mm. Mm. So you like, okay, I don't know those people. Yes. So now here's where you get outside of your comfort zone and do some networking. Ask around. There's real estate agents everywhere. Most of these guys and girls know people who rent properties, no people with short-term and long-term rentals. Another humongous business I said on TikTok is Toro. 
And Toro is heavy, you know why? Because those cars have to be clean. Now, you have a cleaning service. Listen, house cleaning. That's what you have, but you have a skill set that you can transcend into vehicles. Right? You can clean the glass. You can clean the leather. You can clean those carpets. You can remove the stains. You know how to remove smells. This comes with your skill set. And if I'm running my cars on Toro, there's a hint. Or if I got people driving my cars for Uber monthly, there's a hint. I might need a weekly cleaning. I might need a monthly cleaning. Why don't you come to me and take over that niche market? Why don't you become that person that says, hey, gang, we've included this into our arsenal so my business can survive. We clean short-term, long-term rentals. We clean cars when they arrive back from their rental service. Why would you do that? So that you can always have something to do. So you can always have some way to pay the bills and make sure your prices are competitive, but don't price yourself out of business. Is, it, is anybody catching what I'm throwing? Is anybody catching what I'm throwing? I know y'all getting it. One thing for sure. I don't like to be the smartest person in the room. And two things for certain, with this crowd that's listening to this, I'm not the smartest person in the room. Not by far. Not by far. You see how I spoke that into y'all? You see how I speak life into the audience? I'm not the smartest person in the room. I just slowed down. Like in the Matrix. I know, I'm just, I just dated myself. <laughs> that movie, people were like, what's that? Some of y'all wasn't even, y'all. some of you guys and girls were born after The Matrix came out, so y'all didn't even watch it. But I slowed down and watched the process. I watched the process for a second. I evaluated my value in the community. Okay? So how do you, how do you add, how, it's two reasons you won't ask for your price. It's two reasons you won't ask for your price. One, you don't think your, your, your product is valuable enough for the price you're asking. And two, you don't have the confidence to ask for that price. There's two hacks for this. Hack one is become a customer in your community. Of the product, I mean, of the... Um, Mark, uh, not the market space. <laughs> Become a client to another cleaning company. See how much they charge. See how they onboard you. You know, check out their email marketing. That's important. You know, the thank you email, the hello email, the text message they send you. Write it all down, gang. Hack that process. Become a customer of somebody that's really, really good and you can borrow their steps and you can implement those steps into your business with your own twist. Right? So let's say I go to Sunshine Cleaning Company and I become a customer to Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. I'm MJ and I own, this is a hypothetical, right? I own two apartments. And they say, awesome, what do you need? And I say, I need these apartments clean. I own, the, I own a business center 
or a, a studio that I rent out for YouTubers to come shoot their YouTube videos. I'm giving you a lot of sauce. And they say, perfect, man. We can, and I say, excellent. I run a small gym that fitness YouTubers can come shoot. I'm giving you a lot of stuff, yo. Make sure you take notes. And uh, they say, excellent. We can clean all of that for $1,000 a month. I say, okay, $1,000 a month. I get how many cleanings? They tell me you get one cleaning of each. Up to standard. Perfect. I say, well, what if I need four cleanings of each? What if I need a cleaning every week? They say, okay, that'll be $4,000 a month. Some of y'all say that's too high. But you got to listen to what I'm doing with these places. Listen, I got YouTubers shooting in them. I got people renting them out. I got cars on the road. <clears throat> I'm making more money than $4,000 a month. Multiples of that. The question you have to ask yourself is, does sunshine bring enough value for me to cut into my, to factor this into as an expense? And if the answer is yes, because when I try them out, they blow my mind with the cleanliness, the smell of the lemon scent. Then you have to think, wow, sunshine came and cleaned my kitchen after my barbecue or I threw an event at my house because my cousin graduated and I hired sunshine and they charged me one hundred and twenty five dollars to come clean for one hour. And when they were done, my house never looked as good. There's a note. I mean, there's a there's a lesson in that. So sometimes you got to become a customer of a business so you can learn how to do better business yourself on the front end, specifically with marketing. The low, the onboarding, the email process, the text message and the thank you at the end. And you know what else they're going to do? They're going to send you an email every week. This is marketing. This is how businesses stay alive. They're going to bug you and bug you and bug you because you got to know them to flow them. I heard that from Neo Dave, Nehemiah Davis last weekend. You got to know them to flow them. If you're not annoying the people, you're not doing your job. Mm. <clears throat> you're not, we're not here to hang out. We're, we're, not, we're not socializing. We're here to do business. And when you're doing business, the business is more important than how you feel. So sometimes you got to be in people's face so much with your product and your service. When they think cleaning company, they need to think you. I don't care if you post with a new car and I don't care if you're in the gym exercising. You need to have your brand on you. Sunshine, if that's your company. Right? Your license plate should say Sunshine Cleaning Company on your new Lamborghini. When people follow you on Instagram and they look through your pictures, you should be branded right away. They should say this person not only own a cleaning company, but the lifestyle that they're getting from this cleaning company is amazing. I need to deal with them. Position yourself in the marketplace. Become a customer of a bigger, stronger process. Learn that process. Implement that process. If you don't have confidence and asking and um, charging your, your prices. Why don't you just go see what Sunshine or some other company is charging you and duplicate that? You should feel comfortable charging charging the right the right customer the right price. <clears throat> you should feel comfortable charging the right customer the right price. <clears throat> Remember that. You you may not feel comfortable charging somebody who don't have the money 
$200 an hour. I feel you. But you should feel great about your, your, your product. So when you feel great about your product, you charge the right customer the right price. How do you find the right customer? How do you find the right customer? That's a great question. There are ways. There's a word called marketing. And marketing really means exposure. Exposure. So every single one of us, we're doing something to expose our thought process, our, our ideas and our feelings every single day. And it's called post online. All of us. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, blah, 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 blah. I can't skip Snapchat because that's a real one too. Tick Twitter. <clears throat> exposure. Use these exposure opportunities to attract the right people. Use these exposure opportunities to attract the right clients. Exposure. What should I be posting? Okay. So you want people to give money in exchange for cleaning or money in exchange for business. Well, what should you give your community? Give your community something that matters. Give your community something of value. Teach them. Show them. You're, you, you're, you specialize in cleaning things. Well, then why don't you teach your community on a YouTube video or an Instagram live how to properly clean a stove or oven? Or a shower door. Anybody have a problem with the shower door? Sheesh, think about that. Why don't you go into your Instagram live and teach people who rent their cars out how to get cigarette smell out of a car? Right? How to get wine, red wine out of a shirt or a carpet. Anybody got pets? There's a whole lot you can show people, little hacks, how to get things out of things. Position yourself as an expert in the industry. Position yourself as an expert in the industry. One of my favorite books is Money, Mastering the Game by Tony Robbins. Everybody know who Big Tooth, Six Foot Seven, Beast Boy Tony Robbins is. Well, it's something that me and my wife laugh at all the time because when Tony Robbins speaks about a product, you know the first line he always say is that me and my team spent 18 years studying this. Yo, that's so funny. Every time he speaks about something, he say, me and my team for the last nine months have been digging into these processes. And what he's doing is showing you, the consumer, that him and his guys are they're experts. If that makes sense. They're experts on these processes. And you have to show your community that you're an expert in this process. Also, you don't have to steal Tony Robbins line, but why not? Why not? I was a housekeeper for 12 years. And if I had a cleaning company, the first thing I would say when I'm putting out an Instagram video is, look, I spent 12 years learning these processes, trying, failing, adjusting. And this is what I found works the best to remove stains from a carpet. This is what I found works the best to remove a smell from a room.
mildew smell or whatever. Come on now. I'm giving y'all the sauce. You have to become an expert in your community before you expect your community to pay you expert rates. Okay? Be an expert. Have people love and like your, your, your stuff because you're giving them value. You're giving them value. Free sauce. Free game education. And it could be entertaining. If you're not entertaining, that don't matter. If I'm trying to get tape off of a window or off of my wall and I don't want to damage my paint and you know how to, I don't care if you funny or not. But if you're funny, I might subscribe. But if you're not funny, I'm still going to take the sauce. I'm not going to kill the messenger. I need the message. At this point, I would say drop a fireball in the chat if it's making sense. But ain't no chat. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's quiet in my background. I usually do these episodes with my wife because my wife, whew, she like, she had dropped so many bars, you would think her album was coming out. She's, she compliments me, right? I'm, um, I'm a big picture thinker. I'm a type A personality. If you read the book, Personality Plus, I'm a choleric. And she's soft-spoken and she's thoughtful and people, people love her. And she's a, um, a phlegmatic, great listener, a perfect melancholy blend. She, she articulates and she, um, absorbs information and calculates. She will never overtalk you. That's me. I got to tell you, sorry for cutting you off before I even start talking. But that don't matter. My personality doesn't, it's not a prerequisite for success. Your personality, if you're shy, is not a prerequisite for failure. None of that matters. But if you read the book Personality Plus, then you might understand why I'm why I speak so direct and and strong, and why some people out there uh, uh, speak softly. Shoot your video. Become the man or the woman in your industry, at least in your circle. Give value, lots of value. Do not take value from your community. Give value. Don't ask for nothing. Don't ask for nothing. If you're spiritual, pray on it. If you're not spiritual, think on it. There you go. Don't ask for anything. Just give the value to the community. Find your customers. Talk to people that own businesses. People that own businesses are very, very serious about keeping things righteous so they can keep cash flow going. If you can improve on my process and you can keep my Airbnbs or cars on the road or you can help me clean up after this uh, business party or the social meeting, I I will keep you paid. Trust me, if you do me right, you'll never need money. I got a lot of friends. I make that my business to network and you should do the same. Don't let me out network you, gang. You just started a business. You need as many connections as possible because connections create Paychecks. Your network is your net worth. High level conversations create high level pay uh, compensations. 
I messed that bar up. I'm going to redo that. I'm an engineer. We're going to re-record that verse. Here we go. Hit record. High-level conversations create high-level compensations. Mm. Did I do good? Thank you. Yeah, I try my best. So, network. This is where you find your customers. And when you have rock-solid clients, try to keep them as clients. I'm, I'm still leaning on this cleaning business idea because I, I, that's where I lived for 10 years. If I was cleaning something, how would I create a long-term relationship with them that pays? This is not going to be an hour-long episode either. So we're, 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 we're coming to the end. I would create business models within my own business model. Mm. <laughs> what the heck does that mean? Somebody would say, okay, <clears throat> this is how I charge. Let's say I charge you per job or let's say I charge you per hour. It's really up to us. And don't say, what would you charge? No, you tell me you, you have to sit down and calculate what you need for your business. I'll calculate what I need for mine. If I got five employees and you only got one, we need different things. You know, <laughs> you understand? So, Whatever you charge. And then how can you have a continuous paying relationship? So you thinking about it like this. My current status of business is similar to self-employment. I'm the cleaning guy in the marketplace. So I'll go into your place of business, your house or your event space, and I'll clean it myself, me and my one employee. That's not how Netflix works, though, right? So Netflix has subscriptions that you just press play. They upload it one time and you can watch it as many times as you want as long as you sustain a subscription. So how can a cleaning company have ongoing pay? Well, you can put people on a monthly payment plan so they don't have to pay you the full price. Maybe if they get on a monthly payment plan, they can get a 50% or a 70% a 30% discount off the service as you go. Right? Think about it. Or you could just have a monthly payment schedule and they don't pay per cleaning. You know, if they get on your $500 a month plan, then that gives them five, uh, four or three cleanings a month. These are ideas. This is, where, this is where wealth comes in. This is where you say, okay, we got 30 monthly pe- people playing monthly at $500 a month. <laughs> Y'all like, yo, do the math. Okay, that's 15000 and um, you make it fifteen thousand dollars a month, but you're like, I don't have the, I don't have the manpower. You ever heard of Indeed.com? The words help, the bat signal going into the air. This is a higher level conversation because we're thinking at higher levels now. We're not based. Self employment is a great thing, but if you're the only one, if you're the only plumber that works for yourself, you just have a job. You don't have lifestyle. The beautiful things that come with owning the business, you have an experience because you're always working. So you have to figure out different ways for them to pay. And then you have to figure out different ways to keep the business flowing. Thank yous. Um, A friend of mine, Emmanuel, that I met on the Internet, the Internet's powerful. And he's like a he's a beast when it comes to systems. And he always give a Starbucks gift card to everybody he do business with. And it's just a simple thank you. Simple thank yous are powerful. This makes sense. Right? 
So how do you create ongoing business uh, with, with human beings? Well, you do good business. You, you do everything you said you would do, plus a little more and some thank you. Your business model should allow ongoing business. So like I said, maybe the payment structure. Maybe you get on a monthly payment with them. You know? Maybe you have a referral structure. Maybe every time they refer business, they get a discount or a paycheck. You know, you get me some clients, I give you some money. That don't always work with low-level thinking people. So sometimes you can't bring these grand ideas to people who never thought grand at all. You Listen, a Dodge Charger is a great car, right? And you park that car in the neighborhood where nobody got a Charger, and that Charger is the God. Right. But you bring that charger to a neighborhood where everybody got Benzes and Maseratis, that charger is a normal car. So you have to learn how to level up. You have to learn how to play. You have to think, think outside of the level that the people around you are thinking for a second. If you got Rolls Royce Wraith mentality or Cullinan mentality, you think very high level luxury designer. You can't bring that thought process around people who don't do anything but couponing. They're going to shoot you down. If your business is Maserati level and you're offering it to somebody who never, never bought anything for themselves higher than a Honda Civic, that's not your target audience. They're going to shoot you down. I hope that doesn't bother you, blood, because listen, that ain't got nothing to do with you. That customer can't afford you anyway. That customer can't afford you anyway. It's not you. It's nothing wrong with you. It never was. So, quick recap. Starting the business. Boom. It's that simple. LLC, right? You make sure you search for names and trademarks. Please don't start a name and a trademark that somebody else owns. LLC, S Corp. You can Google these things. Maybe I'll have my wife do an episode or my man Juan do an episode on which one is better for you and your business. Um, that's how you start. But you don't need that LLC to come in for you to get started right away. If you have a social security number in this country... You can be a sole proprietor. You and your friends can start grinding out products, pro- projects right now, right? Don't wait for anything. My model is why wait, get paid, right? You got bills every day. Okay, get paid every day. Mm-hmm. So when you're starting, you, it's some paperwork that you can go to inkfile to start that LLC. Just get a basic LLC. You don't pay for all of that stuff. You don't have the money yet. Let your business pay for all your expenses with the business. So go to Inc. File, fill out your LLC, get running. Where do you get your first few clients? Um, Friends and family. Now, this is where you get your biggest problems. And I'm going to warn you now. Friends and family are going to get the hardest time. They don't see your vision. They are not you. They are not in the war room. They are not the planners, the strategists. This is not your marketing expert. These are just people you know and they remember you as a whatever the hell you were before you became a business. 
This the person who knew your first boyfriend or girlfriend. This the person who knew you wasn't good at science. So the only thing they're going to do is judge, can you really make this business work based off their past experiences with you? Stop letting them tell you your future. <clears throat> this, part of, this part of business development is more for you to get your first batch of money and your first thick skin strength. I don't even know if that statement makes sense, but your first couple battles and brawls in the marketplace and they're going to come. Your fights only come from friends and family, because if a stranger say something foul, you're like, man, I don't care what boy or homegirl say. I'm not fighting this clown. This clown don't know me. I don't know them. But as soon as a friend or a family member throws some jabs at you, you go ball up in the corner, quit the business, quit your job. Don't do that. Don't do that. Little cousin got a baby shower. Your cleaning company should clean up after that baby shower. Auntie throwing a barbecue. Tell auntie, listen, we, my cleaning company can handle all of this for you. It'll take us about an hour to clean this up after you're done. The cleanup is the hardest part of the barbecue. We usually charge $150 for that, but we're going to charge you $75. Now, your question is, damn, ain't I'm losing money? Yeah, you are. You don't get paid. If you have an employee, you give them the whole $75, and you owe them $25 later. Why? Because this is called marketing. You have to pay for marketing. You just did something. Your business just did something great in the community, and you have to sometimes pay for that. Just so people can look up to you like, wow, she cleaned the hell out of this place. And while you're cleaning it, Instagram, bloop, bloop, bloop. This is what this looked like before. This is what it looked like after. This is my aunt. She's one of my first customers. Hey, aunt, were you happy with the business? And auntie's going to say, hell yeah. Did we do you right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Would you use us again after every cookout? Right? That's your first couple clients. Now, how do you expand beyond that? Hey, you ever heard of the DM? Stop sliding in people DM. Oh, whoa, stuff dropping. Stop sliding in people DM. Just talking and talking and talking like, they, like they're supposed to know. Don't do that. You know what I do? What's going on? I'm, and I tell you my name. This is why I'm reaching out to you. And I give them a reason. And this is what I, this is my expectations, and I tell them what I expect. So I start with introduction. I break the ice so they won't be on defense, but I tell them why I'm reaching out to them, and I let them know a little bit about my business. Will, will that process pay dividends for you all the time? Nothing's going to pay all the time. But guess what it will do? It'll open up the idea that you are a real human being, a professional, and you got a cleaning company. And when they look at this post and they might be like, this is odd. I've never seen a post like this. And they go to your page. They better not see you just chilling and kicking it and, and taking selfies at, and then showing off your body. No, you're a cleaning company. Make sure that your page represents your company. And that's how you get that next round of clients. You just have to put in some sweat equity. You have to do a whole lot of networking and you have to make the networking make sense. Right? You're a real estate agent, right? Yeah. Perfect. I run a cleaning company. How can we help each other? Mm. Help each other. Mm. 
Not, I need you, you need me, I'm better than you, you bigger than me. No, that's nonsense. How can we help each other? I see I see you talking about Airbnb a lot. Is that your only business? No, nah, no, nah, I actually do excellent, man. Well, I listen, I, we specialize in cleaning Airbnbs. Mm. You see how I did that? That's That's heavy, man. You got to find these people. You got to dig for these diamonds so you can have business forever. How do you charge them? Well, you got to look, you got to, you have to do something called market research. How much does it clean? How much does it cost to clean something for two hours? Right? Market research, call up the number one cleaning company in your area and ask them, hey, cleaning company, I'm... Mark and uh, you know we run an Airbnb business and we wanted to know how much it is for two hours of cleaning and they're going to tell you everything they're going to tell you everything and you make that the standard you make that price the standard so when you reach out to somebody on Instagram well you already called the best company in your area and this is what they charge so you know at least what you can charge so when you reach out to people you know what you can charge How do you set up processes and systems for continual payment? Well, you just literally have to Google because I'm not I don't get paid by these companies. That's why I'm not going to mention a specific company. Not yet. And if any of you guys are listening to this podcast, reach out to me and my team. We're not going to mention any of your processes. Until you give us some money. But you can Google uh, ongoing payment systems. Monthly payment systems. Right? So I was all over the place, but I think you guys got a lot of value out of this. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Every podcast, something falls down around me. I'm leaving this stuff in. I'm not editing that noise out. I'm trying to show y'all how real it is in these streets. (laughs) All right, man. This is the fourth quarter. I'm MJ, and I'm just giving y'all plays out the playbook. Get it done. Reach out to my team. Follow me at Protivation on Instagram, at MJ Playbook on TikTok. And let me know, did you get any value out of this? Right? Did you get, if you like it, share it, follow us. If you didn't like it, I'm open to that conversation too. I'm not squeamish. Um, I believe that you can learn a lot from failure. That's pretty much the only thing that teaches you in this game. Um, I don't have a big head. I don't have a huge ego. I'm still a student. I'm still a student. If there's any sales specialist or marketing specialist or systems specialist that listen to this episode, yo, reach out to us. I would love to have you um, come chat to the squad and teach them what I'm, what I might have missed in my um, limited wisdom. But with that said, I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs>